Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 126. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from my toilet in Itoshima, Japan, Itoshima, Fukuoka. And um, yeah, I'm jet lagged, so I'm still, my sleep is weird. I'm trying to, I mean, I've always read that you should keep your schedule uh, the, the normal way so that you can condition your body to basically get back into the rhythm and so that's what I'm trying to do <clears throat> I'm about to go to back I'm about to go to sleep in uh well before 10 I'm trying to go to sleep so you know I'm trying to double task here while I take a little poop give you a little bit of juice that was really graphic um so today I thought we'd talk about over-tourism in Japan. So I, I used to live in Kyoto for a year. And while I was there, I noticed there were a lot of uh, foreign travelers from abroad in downtown. And uh, you could tell the natives or the locals were very disgruntled because it was such a... such. Overwhel overwhelming numbers, especially during the season, the um, peak seasons, which are like spring and autumn and summer. I mean, but Kyoto is like, I mean, basically all year round. <laughs> but um, especially in the summer, it's really bad because it's so humid and it's just a bunch of people, bodies sweating against each other. Nobody can move. It's quite... Uh, it can be overwhelming. I can see why it's overwhelming for locals, especially. Uh, especially those that were used to an older, quieter, slower Kyoto. Because now it's like groups of... It's mostly it's Europeans and other Asian tourists, mostly Chinese. And they come in groups. And it's it's people are loud and they're, people are trying to buy everything up. And it's just packed. Um, yeah, so at first, although I was a tourist as well, uh, after living there in Kyoto, I could kind of see also from the resident perspective that people don't really, the travelers don't really take into mind the so-called rules or expectations of, or what Japanese residents expect from each other. And that's mostly respecting public space by not littering and uh, not being obscenely loud. And, you know, people are traveling, they're talking, trying to reach their family over the, their family's ears over the other speech around them. So people are shouting and then people get lost. There's a whole bunch of stuff, especially when... There are groups of people that are traveling together. You have to, the leader or whatever probably has some type of speaker or is trying to shout so that the entire group can hear them in the back. And it affects everyone else around you. So uh, my uh, recommendation or adaptation if you're coming to Japan, I recommend you do your best to see how the locals are acting. Try not to emulate. Try not to, first of all, get out of your bubble. 
I mean, you've already done that much by coming to Japan, right? So then now you have to see how, you know, when you're in Rome, do as Romans do. Check out the locals, see what they're doing. If they are quiet on the bus or the train, it doesn't mean you have to shut up, but you can lower your voice and acknowledge that other people are quiet, probably, probably because they don't want to disturb other people's silence or space. So you can do the same. You can emulate them. Um, and littering is just kind of common sense. I mean, it's just public. It's decency. And it's sustainable. You have to be, I mean, it's unsustainable to litter. So if you're trying to... Um, I mean, would you do that at, if you do that at your if you do that in your own country, then maybe there's some maybe the, another conversation needs to be had because it's probably not welcome in your home country as well, although it might be the norm. So, uh, I recommend when you're traveling anywhere, don't pollute the space. And especially in places that pride themselves on being clean, like Japan and maybe Singapore and there's other places in Asia as well. And elsewhere around the world. So, you know, you just it's like being in somebody else's house. You're not going to just start throwing your trash everywhere. And uh, understand that it can, I mean, polluting as well anywhere. It can uh, affect you down the road in your water, your food, the air, etc. So it doesn't go away <coughs> as much as you may think it does. Um, yeah, so over-tourism is, is a concern in Kyoto. I think they said in 2018, Japan passed 30 million tourists that visited, and they're aiming for 40 million by 2020 for the Olympics. So they're getting closer. And I don't know if Japan is ready. I mean, they're, they are definitely doing a lot of uh, changes in Tokyo and Osaka and Kyoto to prepare, but it's going to be a huge influx all at once, you know? And a lot of other residents have been talking about how it's going to affect the, for example, the trains when people go to work and stuff. And, you know, it's already packed in Tokyo, especially. can imagine another, how many people coming through and just overstuffing the train. So, I don't know, a lot of kinks will be worked out, but I think eventually Japan will be able to uh, get it done. Uh, yeah, so lately I've been thinking, you know, I'm talking about this, uh, sending my books out via mail and... What really caught my attention was, why don't I send out uh, basically a little, another book, but something that is more based on local stories, where I interview people, local creators or entrepreneurs, and um, get their stories about their businesses, and also what they recommend people do when they travel from the local perspective. And also include maybe one trinket that they uh, would like to give or they recommend that you have before you come to travel. So that you can 
travel to Japan without having to get on a plane or a boat or anything else, you know, <laughs> instant transmission, gok. Rather, you can、uh, read a book based on, you know, I give you a world to visit in my fiction, in my novels. And then I will give you an option to travel to present day Japan in the local area that I'm living in. And other cities around me with a local taste to it, you know, give you the perspective from a Japanese、uh, creative and give you the link so that you have both worlds to access. So, if you do choose to come to Japan, you have、uh, already connections made with the real world. And if not, you'll be able to have traveled here、uh, through your dome, your mental dome. So that's what I've been thinking. All right. And、uh, you can see the webpage now. I'll be adding this、uh, local travel thing to the page as well. But first, you can go and check it out now. Watch the video. Kind of weird. I have my mask on in there. www.brendanchin.net forward slash raw. And just check out the video. And if it's interesting, you can purchase. Cool. See you on the next episode. I'm going to finish up this poop. As always, tell one friend about this podcast and recommend an episode or tell them why you should see it and pass it on. Leave a review on iTunes, help other people find it, and tell me how I'm doing. You know? Cool. See you on the next episode. I'm going to finish up the poop. Take care of yourself. Today is the 16th and it is 9 19.